We pray for revival. We declare revival. But can you walk into revival? Tonight, since we're declaring revival, we're going to try and stay right there and talk about what it's all about. And when you hear the word, I want you to put yourself in the position and say, what part of it that I need to take out of this? Because see, every time a preacher get up, all of it ain't for you. But there are some parts of it. My mentor used to tell me all the time, let's just take the meat and throw away the bone. something. You may not like the way some preachers preach, but there's a piece of meat somewhere in there. And I always just look for the piece of meat that I can extract from the bone. And tonight I want you to look for that piece of meat that you can extract. In Ezekiel 37, verses 1, and it reads, The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord, and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of of bones. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them. And I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley. Bones that were very He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, Lord, you know. He said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. <laughs> Dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. If you would, go to verse 11. said to me, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say, I'm talking now, they say our bones are dry, are dried up and out of hope. <laughs> and our hope is gone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we are cut off. They say that our bones are dry, dried up, and our hope is gone. Then he said to me, to these bones. Father God, we thank you 
We bless you. We honor you. We praise you. Speak to us and through us. Let your words be my words. Let your words be, let my words be your words. God, just remove self and let your spirit abide. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And before you take your seat, just tell the neighbor, help me preach this morning, this evening. Tell them revival in the valley. Revival in the valley. Revival in the valley. One thing that I've come to understand that revival only comes to dry places. Okay. Okay. Revival only comes to dry places. One thing that I know that if there's nothing dry there, you just have a church. Oh, well, Pastor, I thought that we're supposed to be a lively stone in the building. But something happened that created dryness that called for revival. All right, come on, sir. Come on, Pastor. The Bible tells us how Israel got to the point of dryness. Israel got to the point of dryness because of disobedience. How dry have you been lately? Because <laughs> there's sometimes we create our own dryness. This out of disobedience. Sometimes we put our own selves in valleys. I know the Bible is saying how God took uh, uh, Ezekiel and placed him in the valley. But there are times when we put ourselves in valleys and wondering how we got there. You put yourself there. Well, how can I put myself there? You put yourself there. By being disobedient. You put yourself there. By thinking you can do it yourself. That I don't need nobody. I got this. Or you thinking I can do it better than them. So I end up in a valley. Of dry bones. One of the things that I want you to understand is potential always exists amongst bones. Potential always exists amongst bones. Now you gotta understand that these bones was just a spiritual eyesight of what was going on with the children of Israel. God is showing Ezekiel, he said, look, this is the way they are. But I ask you, can these Bones live. Oh, okay, okay. Some of y'all are in a valley with your family. And God is asking you why? Because you have the relationship with them. So he's asking you, can they live? Because some of them we done gave up on. Some of them we done kicked to the curb. And God is saying, no, I'm going to put you in the middle. 
so that I can ask you the question to see where your faith is according to them. I, want, I just want to see. So he asked him the question. Not that he didn't believe what he had put into Ezekiel. Ezekiel wouldn't work it. But he asked him the question to see what his response would be. See, and a lot of times, God, I ask you the question just to see what your response would be. Will your faith connect with him? Will your, your faith have a collision with God? I'm just going to ask you the question. I ain't going to tell you I'm going to do it, but I'm going to ask you, can I heal cancer? I'm going to ask you, can I heal high blood pressure? Okay. I'm going to ask you, can I heal your marriage? And according to your response, it's the way I respond. Oh, my God. Pastor talked about using the tongue. And so all God is saying, if you respond to me, sin that I know you can. Uh, if you respond to me by saying I have no doubt that you can. Revival's coming to your house. A lot of times, a lot of times, watch this. We get revival mixed up. Thinking that we all got to be in a place. But revival comes to you where you are. Right? We think we have to gather together. And revival, God, revive me again. See, it ought to be a daily prayer. Not just once a year prayer because we done got ourselves in a funk or we done got ourselves all messed up. Now we want God to give us a revival. Now on a daily basis, revive me because there are times when I fall but God in my stumbling revive me again. couple of things when you put into the valley that has to take place. When Ezekiel was put into the valley, he encountered, encountered the bones. He walks among the bones. He had an encounter. And one of the things that we don't want to do is having an encounter. We don't want to do the hard work. We want God to just lay it out there to us. Can you Encounter God in a dark place. Can you encounter God in a dry place? Uh, okay. Okay. Second thing that Ezekiel, when he was placed in the valley, he had to do, he had to examine the bones. The Bible says that he walked back and forth. Walked back and forth among the bones. So in other words, he was examining what was there. Pastor, why would you have to examine dead bones? I'm glad you asked. But let me tell you what examining means. It means to inspect in detail 
determine the nature and condition of something. Ezekiel had to examine what was on the floor of the valley. He had to see because God already knew that it was they were going to live. But he wanted Ezekiel to get an idea of what these bones can do. Because see, watch this. God says, I don't want to do it, but I want you to do it. There are some things that God ain't going to do for you. He's going to put it in your hands to take care of. We're like, God, when you going to do it when you do it? God, when? When you? God, how long when you step up? He had to examine them. And here's the reason why you got to examine the bones. You have to examine the bones because some bones has no potential. Some bones just have to be thrown away so it can turn into dust. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Because there's no potential in it. So in other words, there's some relationships that you just going to have to throw out. Because the encounter that you had with it and the examination that you did of it has no goodness to you. I said something there. I said something there. The reason you have to examine it because you have to look at it to see if it's going to be beneficial to your life. You got to look at it to see if when you speak to it that it's going to start working because you don't want to just beat a dead heart. You don't want to just be a dead horse. Uh-huh. So here's Ezekiel. Okay. He's examining the bones. And he's looking at the bones. And the word of the Lord says, speak the word uh-huh. to them. The reason why things ain't going right in your house, because it ain't the word that you're speaking, it's hell that you're speaking. When you start speaking what God says speak, things are beginning to turn around. Uh, when you start speaking what God says speak, you'll see a difference in the oh in what's going on. I'm almost done. I'm going I'm to I'm give you a little bit more and then I'm going to start bringing these bones together. But, but, but here's Ezekiel. He's been given the mandate. He's been given the charge. He says, Ezekiel, I brought you in this place because I need for you not to do it for self-gratification. Because you know how we get we get the big head when we get a little knowledge. We get the big head when we start thinking we got it all together. We get the big head when we get a little extra money in our pocket. We get the big head when we start thinking we got it and ain't nobody got it like me. We start getting the big head. So God had to put him in the midst of dead stuff to humble himself. Don't let 
you. You might as well get your big head unswollen so that you can. Man. 
they did, Pastor Proctor, he blew revival into his nostrils. The reason why we have not experienced revival because we're just skin and bones and there's no breath in our body. He, 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 he said there was no breath. There was no life. There was, there was no potential. There was nothing there. All I had was a raising of my hands. And coming to church messed up every Sunday. You gave you you call me by my church name, but what I am is a breathless bone that just came together. Oh my goodness, my goodness, my goodness! You just a leg and a hip, but no lungs. All right. So you find yourself running around the church thinking you got it together. But ain't no lungs. He said, they came together. You did what I told you to do. You did what I told you to do, preacher. But ain't no life in it. Take the kick and keep on ticking. Uh, <laughs> Energizer. <laughs> but there were times I asked God, I said, God, are we just bones at Hope Fellowship? See, some, some, some pastors scared to ask God that question. But I ain't scared to ask him. Because there are, watch this, there are some bones I do see in the church. And, and, and the crazy part about it is, we're afraid to deal with them. So I said, God, how do I deal with the bones that are in the church? He says, continue to speak life. Continue. See that? Here's how revival starts. Revival starts by speaking the word of God. I hear preachers saying, we have a revival at our church. Okay, is there word coming forth? Is it life-changing word? Is it word that's going to... Because if it ain't word that's going to, uh-huh. I don't want to hear it. Because right. some preachers get up and preach, it ain't got no breath nowhere. <laughs> got good word, because watch this, watch this, Ezekiel had good word, but he had no breath. What good is a good word with no breath? Because I studied good and I got it together, but I don't have the... What does the breath do? What the breath does is the breath brings forth life. 
losing your breath. I feel like you. I ain't scared of y'all. So was Ezekiel. Uh-huh. 
But God used Ezekiel. God used Ezekiel in a dead place. And oh, he might be using Kenistine in a dead place. Watch this. And breathe upon these slain. Breathe upon the ones yeah. that are laid down. Uh-huh. Watch this. Some of y'all may be sitting up in church, uh-huh. but spiritually you're laying down. Uh-huh. You go to church every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Tuesday, every Thursday. And you lay it down. But you're sitting up. Watch this. Watch this. He said, do it now. That they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me. And the breath came. Whoa, whoa. Ezekiel did what was commanded of him. Right, right. Oh, man. Pastors, we got to do what's commanded of us. We don't get and don't give a diddly swat about who don't like it. Cause see, here's what happens a lot of times with pastors. They get intimidated by people that are in their church that may have a little more knowledge than them, but I don't care who's got higher education.
We're talking about revival, y'all. Because see, in order for revival come, a lot of mess got to get out of the church. In order for revival come, there can't be no me against you or them against me. There can't be no separation. If we're going to do revival, we're going to have to come together. If we're going to do revival, we're going to have to be one. If we're going to be the church, we're going to have to be the church. And not one on this side and that side, but become one. In order for the breath to come, it's got to come together. Great army. Uh -huh. I'm almost done, y'all. Then he said unto me, Son of man, be 
God has Somebody just say, breathe on me, Lord. Breathe on me, Lord. Breathe on me. And the Bible said, and I'm closing, that they begin to come together. He said, when the word came to them, there was a shaking.
Just begin to speak to God. Because he already knows your dry place. Some of us, all we got to do is repent. Because the dry places that we're in was disobedience. Caused by disobedience.
Father, as the man of God for this hour, I prophesy to these bones to live. I prophesy for fresh wind in the name of Jesus. I prophesy from the north, south, East and west. Fresh wind. No. Fresh wind.